Hey, everybody. So I don't know if you sensed a theme, but this month I'm talking about removing the toxic load from your body by minimizing the products that you use, utilizing multi-use products, or using single ingredient products. We talked about makeup, we talked about ingredients to avoid, we talked about other personal care products like shampoo, body wash, etc. And today I want to talk about household toxic products. Um, really, I want to kind of address certain ones that are really going to disrupt your leptin and ghrelin response, which are the hormones that tell your body when it's hungry or full. Um, and so they can cause you to store fat and make it much harder to lose it. They're called obesogenic ingredients. So that's just one of the many reasons why you should avoid some of these products or the ingredients that we're going to talk about today. So uh, let's get into it. Welcome to Written on Your Face. I'm Tina Powers, holistic esthetician and health coach with over 22 years of experience. I've helped thousands of people to improve their digestion and hormone balance, decrease stress, and to view their skin as a barometer for their internal health. I'm here to teach you how to take charge of your health, refine your skincare, and bring back your radiant glow. So the number one ingredient you should avoid is bleach. It has toxic fumes. Uh, it increases your COPD risk by 24 to 32%. It's a known asthmogen. It causes chemical pneumonitis, pneumonia, air hunger, lung stiffness, coughing, and breathing difficulty, which after going through COVID for the last three years, I think we all could agree, we all want to be able to breathe very freely. And if you had COVID, like I did, in the early days of COVID, my lungs were pretty dramatically impacted and it's taken me a long time to repair. I don't think they're completely repaired yet. Bleach is not a healthy ingredient for you to be using. Um, and particularly, obviously on your laundry, because now it's touching your skin and absorbing into your skin. So something you can replace it with would be white distilled vinegar. Uh, you could use lemon essential oils. Um, you can even take lemon peels uh, and put them in a mason jar and fill it with distilled white vinegar and it fragrances, it like makes your vinegar more lemony. So you can add that to your laundry or cleaning solutions and that it makes a great household cleaner, it makes a great laundry aid and um, it smells better with the lemon. Uh, and then you can also try an oxygenated bleach with an A rating from uh, Environmental Working Group. So those are some things you can you can uh, replace it with. Um, okay, next would be antibacterials. So we're talking about triclosan in particular, which is often found in soap, cleansers, toothpaste, and still a lot of hand sanitizer. Now I thought we had banned this ingredient. So I was surprised to learn that it is still being used because it was discovered decades ago to be problematic. It causes microbial imbalance, thyroid disease, muscle weakness. And then for mouthwash, right? Triclosan is often in mouthwashes. You could try coconut oil pulling, right? You just put like a teaspoon in your mouth, uh, and then you like get in the shower and you swishle it around while you're in the shower, and then you spit it out and 
your mouth is all rinsed and clean. Um, you can make your own toothpaste, but you could also switch to a natural toothpaste. And then you could go for alcohol or essential oil-based sanitizers, like hand sanitizers. They're much more, uh, much easier on your body. And they smell better. Uh, okay, the next thing would be scented candles and air fresheners. So these can contain phthalates, benzene, styrene, and more toxic ingredients. They are linked to cancer, autism, birth defects, kidney damage, migraines and allergic reactions, skin problems, and neurotoxicity. So you want to switch to beeswax candles. Uh, you could also get a diffuser and diffuse some essential oils. This is something I do. I really like it because you can really change up the fragrance, right? Certain times of the year, maybe you want something a little more floral. Maybe in Christmas time, you want something a little more piney, right? So you can really like customize this. Um, you could also use white vinegar, baking soda, or you could go really, really basic and just get some air cleaning plants. I have like five different plants in my house that are known for their air cleaning properties. And it just keeps my place smelling really clean and fresh. Um, okay. The next on the list would be talcum powder. Uh, baby powder in particular is an ovarian cancer risk. I don't know if you remember this, but back in 2017, uh, a manufacturer of baby powder paid over $700 million in lawsuits because of ovarian cancer caused by its products. Um, it dries out your mucous membranes. It can cause lung damage. And as you re might remember from our previous episode, talcum powder, when it's, it's mined and when it's mined, it, it often has asbestos in it as well. So quite toxic to the body. Um, so instead what I've researched, I've found that cornstarch based powders can be used for like babies, for diapers, whatever. Um, use with caution. I would do your research on that one. Corn is GMO, so cornstarch to me still seems a little bit sus. I don't know that I would go that direction, but in a pinch, I suppose it could work. Mm, hard to say. Uh, jury's out as far as I'm concerned. And then in terms of like uh, for women, I know that a lot of women will use talcum powder if they're having vaginal odor or that type of thing. And really that is more related to yeast overproduction. Uh, so that in that case, you really want to avoid wheat, dairy, and sugar and improve your gut microbiome, which will improve your vaginal microbiome. Um, more bitter foods. So research Ayurvedic diet for yeast overgrowth, and that will help in the long term to repair the issue rather than trying to just mask it with talc or talcum powder. Okay, the next on the list would be dry cleaning chemicals. Perchloroethylene, perk, is a likely carcinogen and it uh, causes kidney, liver, nervous system damage. Uh, California banned its use by this year, 2023. So it's, it's not something you really want to be wearing on your body. And you certainly don't want it to be off-gassing into the air in your home. So instead, you could switch to wet cleaning methods, or you could find cleaners that use liquid carbon dioxide cleaning instead. Okay, next would be vinyl. So vinyl is it causes hormone disruption, uh, liver, brain, breast, and lung cancers, leukemia, lymphoma. It's found in flooring, shower curtains. Shower curtains are a big source of household vinyl off-gassing. 
And it is also a combustion product in cigarette smoke. So if you smoke, just quit smoking. I know, easier said than done. But seriously, quit smoking. You should, there's so many reasons to not smoke. So instead, um, what you could do is if you're remodeling your home, for example, you could use wood or real linoleum or even cork flooring as opposed to vinyl. You could switch to a hemp shower curtain or a natural shower curtain. And then obviously quit smoking because you're, you're not only smoking it and getting it into the, the, the lungs and all of your blood vessels inside your body, but you're also in a cloud of the smoke. So you're inhaling the vinyl that's combusted from the actual burning of the, the tobacco itself and the other chemicals that it's sprayed with. Okay, so the next would be VOCs. So uh, these can cause asthma and cancer. They are an absolutely huge indoor pollution source. Formaldehyde is the most common VOC and it's found in dryer sheets, petroleum-based detergents, and pressed wood furniture. So instead, what you could do is switch to unscented plant-based detergents. You could use natural products like vinegar, washing soda, baking soda, essential oils, right? Instead of, and Castile soap too, for uh, uh, replacing uh, chemical detergents. You could use essential oils. Um, you can use a quarter cup of white vinegar in your laundry and it's quite cleaning and nice and it doesn't smell like vinegar at all. Uh, and then avoid particle board and plywood furniture. You could even safe coat seal your existing plywood or particle board furniture to uh, trap the VOCs inside so it doesn't off gas into your environment. You could look for a section on uh, furniture tags marked contains no added flame retardant chemicals. And then um, you can replace your furniture cushions. The next thing you want to avoid is pesticides. So this is, has a negative impact on pretty much every system of the body. It is linked to many cancers. It's linked to infertility, fibroids, and brain damage. So instead, you want to choose organic foods when you're choosing foods at the grocery store. Plant-based compost in your lawn or garden Pest repellent, you could use thyme, clove, and peppermint oils. Um, make sure that you are cleaning well and storing your food in airtight containers to prevent pest infestations. And then for mold, you can use white vinegar or tea tree oil and just fix leaks when you discover them. So white vinegar and tea tree oil will clean up mold, okay, as opposed to pesticides. And then, of course, nonstick chemicals, right? So we're talking nonstick pans and things like that. PFOAs are considered a likely human carcinogen, and have, they were phased out in 2015. But they are linked to thyroid disease, infertility and low birth weight, kidney and testicular cancer, and hypertension. Common in cookware, stain-resistant carpeting and furniture, and food packaging. Um... And the replacement chemicals may not be any safer. The jury's still kind of out on those, but I would say use caution and avoid nonstick um, materials. I personally use a cast iron pan or a stainless steel pan, and I just use a little more avocado oil, uh, ghee, or coconut oil, uh, or you could even use lard to um, really get the, not, the coating on the pan prior to putting in your food and it really helps. And to be honest, I'd rather have 
a little food stuck to my pan than have any of those potential carcinogens uh, and any of those potential diseases erupt in my body. Um, so try untreated stainless steel and cast iron. They're great. Uh, and cast iron, you know, the more you use it, the more seasoned it becomes. It becomes naturally more nonstick over time and your food just tastes better and better and better. It's great. Um, use, uh, or opt for natural fiber carpets and then avoid fast food containers. So these are just some, some, you know, like my top 10 toxic chemicals to avoid in the household. Now, if we want to talk a little bit about like some common ingredients that you can have on hand to create your own household cleaners, these are the basics. Okay. So you want Castile soap, baking soda, white vinegar, lemons or lemon essential oil or peppermint, you know, basically your good essential oils like lemon, peppermint, lavender, tea tree, etc. Uh, and then citric acid. I personally just got citric acid today because I was looking for an alternative for um, the descaling solution for my espresso machine. And I read that you could use a mixture of citric acid and water and dilute the citric acid in some warm water and then add it to the back of the tank, the water tank, fill the tank the rest of the way with water and then do your descaling just using the citric acid. And I did it today and it worked extremely well. So highly recommend having the citric acid on hand. This is the first time I've ever used it. But just so you know, I'm just gonna look at the package right now. Um, it is, let's see, it's a very fine grain. This one has a little lemon um, added to it. It is good for, it says, laundry, cleaning, preserving, degreasing, sprouting, bread making, uh, keeping your fruits fresh, candy making, pH adjustment, water softening, jarring, arts and crafts, canning, drying, freezing. Um, you can use it for food. You can decrease, degrease things with it. So it's totally, it's non-toxic I mean, you can eat it. So that's a winner in my book. So basically I did the entire descaling process in my espresso machine using this mixture. And then I did rinse it afterwards, but I don't even think I really need to do that many rinsing cycles. When you do a typical descaling agent in your espresso machine, you have to run through like three to five rinsing cycles after you've finished the descaling process, just to clean the chemical out of your machine. So you don't drink it. So in my opinion, this is a much better option and way less expensive and it's multi-purpose. So you can use it for, I mean, you can get tea and coffee stains out of, uh, cups. And I mean, anyway, it's fantastic. I don't even know the many ways to use this yet, but I, I will be experimenting with it. So Castile soap is kind of great because you can dilute it to make body wash, hand wash, shampoo. I just made a dishwashing soap with it. Um, I used one part of the uh, Castile soap to 10 parts of water. And then I added some grapefruit seed oil to it just for fragrance. And it works great. I just washed a little dish, uh, a little sink of dishes and it worked really well. Um, and then for like your dishwasher, you can use white vinegar in the rinse aid compartment instead of the chemical rinse aid. And then you can mix in a bottle, a half a cup of water, half a cup of vinegar, and a half of a cup of Dr. Bronner's with one teaspoon of lemon juice. And then you mix that up. You kind of like just 
shake it up a little bit, and then you only use two tablespoons per load of dishes in your dishwasher. So that's a really simple liquid dishwashing detergent. And then for your uh, clothing, for a washing machine, if you have a front-loading washing machine, you can use just a, a third of a cup of straight Castile soap. I'm talking like your basic Castile soap. You can use uh, any brand as long as it's pure Castile soap. The most common is Dr. Bronner's. It's very easy. Um, so for a front-loading washing machine, you would use a third of a cup of straight Castile soap. Uh, for a top loading washing machine, um, like a large load, you would use a half a cup. And then if you have an HE machine, you only need a quarter of a cup. Uh, and then if you have hard water, you can use some washing soda, which you can find it's like a powder. Um, I think Arm and Hammer makes one. There's several different brands out there you can find at like Fred Meyer or your local grocery store will typically have it. Um, and it's just called washing soda. And you can just put that in your pre-wash compartment. Uh, and then um, vinegar you can put in the fabric softener compartment. And then if you have whites, now I haven't used this yet, but I'm going to try this next. But you can add hydrogen peroxide to the bleach section, or there's a product called liquid bluing. And I, I'm not sure exactly what's in this, TBD. Um, I haven't used it yet. I just use baking soda and vinegar and I put it in my washing machine at the start of the wash and I let it get all foamy and bubbly and I put my whites in there and it is awesome. I actually do it for my workout clothes also because I stink and I sweat. <laughs> I sweat and then I stink. Um, it works great for deodorizing and just cleaning out any sweat so it's wonderful for, for cleaning smells out of your laundry and whitening your whites. And then I just recently uh, saw a recipe for toilet cleaning tabs that you can make yourself. Uh, you take two-thirds of a cup of baking soda, a quarter of a cup of citric acid, and then you can use a little bit of whatever essential oil you like, and then you lightly, you put them in a bowl, and then you lightly mist it with water. You don't want to get it really wet. You just want it to be slightly misted so that it will kind of stick together. And then you mix that all together and you spoon it into an ice cube tray. And then you let it sit for like, I don't know, a little while, 20 minutes, an hour. And it, it's these, it turns into these little hard cubes. And then you just pop the cubes out, stick them in a container, a jar. And then when you're toilet needs, I mean, you're still gonna have to clean your toilet with a cleaner eventually, but this will keep your toilet fresher longer. So you just put one of the tabs in the toilet bowl and let it dissolve. It'll kind of foam up and bubble. And then you just flush it down and it keeps it very clean. So I'm going to experiment with that recipe and see how that works. Um, but yeah, so I, th I hope this has helped. Um, I'm a big fan of natural cleaning aids around the house. I got rid of my um, chemical cleaners, gosh, it's, I guess it's been about six or seven years now. And there have been a few that have kind of come back and I've gotten rid of them again. And But I typically just keep the basics around. And I have found that my house smells fresher and cleaner. Um, I... My skin has felt better. Um, I haven't had nearly the uh, sensitivities on my skin. My lungs have felt better. My mucous membranes have 
felt better. My eyes have been less irritated and dry. Um, just overall, it feels and smells better in my home with my array of plants, my non-toxic cleaning agents, and my entire body just feels like it's functioning better. And there's none of those weird toxic smells. So anyway, I hope that this has helped. I hope that you guys have gotten some good ideas from this and that you'll adopt some of these methods. If you try any of these things, I hope you'll let me know because I'm really curious uh, to know what your experience has been with them. I will uh, create a few recipes and post the videos on my Instagram page, which I tend to do every episode. I try to do a couple of videos to follow up so that you guys can see some real examples of what I discussed in each episode. So for this week, I will be making uh, a couple of videos to go along with it, probably something for the laundry. And um, I do need an all-purpose cleaner for my house. So I'm waiting to make it until I can film it. So I'll film that for you guys and post it. But yeah, send me a message. Let me know if you've tried any of these uh, products in your home or if you've replaced or gotten rid of any of your toxic cleaning agents and what your results have been, if you've noticed a difference. Uh, you can find me on social media at Power Spa Seattle. And if you would like to send me a message, you can either click the link in show notes and send me a voice memo, or you can email me at hello at Power Spa Seattle. You can also book an appointment with me at my studio in Seattle for skincare or waxing uh, at powerspaseattle.com where you can book online. And I hope you guys will join me again next week. Next week, I would like to get further into um, toxicity and toxic load in our food. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you next week.